0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Moms Talk Autism. We have a very, very important subject to cover today, one that is elusive to us all. And we really, truly wonder sometimes if we will ever, ever sleep again. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered like a framed photograph falling off your mantle, exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, this community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk autism. Now, the answer to that question, as far as we can tell from this point in our lives, as uh. Jean is yawning very loudly into her microphone, is no, no, you will never sleep again. Not really. <laughs> Ever. Ever. But we don't want to end there because that would be a really short conversation <laughs> and, where we would just story. take a nap. Short. Could we just take a nap for the next effort. 45
1: minutes? If you were looking for answers. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's
0: your answer. Sorry. I snore very softly and it's kind of adorable yeah. or at least Doug tells me it is. So you can just listen to that for 45 oh minutes. Gosh. Oh, I do have a
1: very funny comment about that being that I haven't right. slept this week and we're talking about sleep. Speaking of snoring, I was I'm so sleep deprived that while my dog was snoring, I thought I heard my kids saying mommy and like her wheezes. And I was like, wait, is that her snoring or is there another child asking for me? I literally yeah. heard like,
0: you I, heard mom it was almost in the, like the there was like a
1: poltergeist in her <laughs> snoring.
0: <laughs> I think that speaks to your level of anxiousness That's as you're trying I to close off. Right now. Yeah, yeah. That's that right. Or, I'm sorry. The amount of alcohol you drink before bed. <laughs> <laughs> maybe all of those things. Who knows? Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, gosh. But, yeah, we're going to talk about sleep today. We're going to have some real talk about sleep. So, I guess we could just kind of maybe start at the beginning um, mm-hmm. of of our kids' sleep sleep journeys, sleep schedules, mm-hmm. sleep... Whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a doozy. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And it continues to be so at times. Well um I, I
2: have a question. Were mm-hmm. were your okay, so you guys Shannon's not here, by the way. Oh
0: Shannon.
2: Because, of, you, sleep. because of sleep. Because <laughs> of <laughs> sleep deprivation from this <laughs> child.
0: All <night> uh, <laughs> with his, Yeah, she was sick. So yeah.
2: So did did um, did your guys' kiddos, did they all sleep well, when they were babies,
0: were they good baby sleepers? Um, i go first. So, yeah, um, Austin was a fabulous baby sleeper. Mm-hmm. He was great until he mm-hmm. got to be about two, two and a half. Okay. Well, maybe maybe closer to three, and then mm-hmm. it was the most horrific thing that's ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> It was horrible, <laughs> and I and I'll just get right into it. Like he mm-hmm. would, um. He would go to sleep for a period of time and then in the middle of the night, usually in the wee hours of the morning, two, three, he -hmm. would wake up. Now, remember, I have two other, an infant and another toddler at this time, too. So trying to maintain a level of quiet in the house so the other two toddlers will sleep while Austin is awake. Adds another was, layer of anxiety yeah. and stress to the situation, yeah, I'm not right? Not
1: stressful at all. I don't know
0: what I'm talking. About. No, mm. it's so, st- so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I would, um, I would get up with Austin and get him out of the door. I think he was sharing with Scott at that time before Scott would wake up, and Austin would run around the house at top speed for a three-year-old, um, for two, three hours at a time almost in a manic state like like he had been given a gallon of coffee and drank it or a a monster you know energy drink Mm -hmm. and was why he was completely wired and um it got to the point oh and to top this all off my husband was working nights so doug's at work i'm up all night with austin the boys are asleep they wake up at 6 a.m the other two Austin eventually mm-hmm. would go back to sleep at some point, but wasn't really sleeping and wasn't napping either during the day. Um, he seemed genuinely un, un, unaffected by the lack of sleep he was getting. Um, and from what, you know, talking to doctors and things at this time, this is fairly common. So if this is happening to you, this is, according to the experts, something, you know, autistic kids yeah. <laughs> aren't great at sleeping a lot of times. Um And so I wasn't sleeping. Doug wasn't sleeping at night. He he would get home and sleep during the day. And we would take turns trying to catch up on sleep. And so no one was getting what they needed. Um, And then I had three toddlers up all day that I had to keep alive, literally. And so um, it got to the point I was so, you know, I gained weight. I was eating terribly. Just I was eating things to stay awake, um, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, my hair started falling out like in chunks because, and that's, that's a symptom Ugh. of, you know, significant sleep deprivation. Yeah. Sleep. So it was, it was a yeah. really, really hard time. Um, I don't want to bum anybody out. It's not like that now it has improved and it is better. And the, the way it got better for us is we sought medical help and we were able to get Austin a safe and um, for, for his age, a medication mm-hmm. that was able to help him sleep mm-hmm. through the night. And we tried part of, part of this whole process and, and going through this sleep, horrible sleep time with him was trying different medications. We didn't find the perfect thing the first time. I think we tried two or three different things mm-hmm. and, and at various doses too. Once you find one that doesn't cause significant side effects, then you have to find the right amount right on top of that. So once we found, Jean's just like head into in her hands. I
1: am. I'm already lead, like I know everything you're saying. As I feel like that so much, even right <laughs> now, and like it's a little bit too much like, reality. She's not done trying to. She hasn't even gotten to the part where she
0: solved it yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, th- mm. this is months and months. I'm sorry. I I, I don't want to share this. Like this is reality. Yours. Like I don't. But I also don't want anyone to be just like I give up. You know, this is mm. no, no, don't give up. But but it you know it it is a process. And we did. We we got the right dosage. We got mm-hmm. the right meds. We started sleeping through the night again. And then slowly we began to to create a better schedule for Austin. And and it has mm-hmm. maintained since then we've had to adjust things here and there we've we would do a medication he still takes sleep medications every night even now um Mm -hmm. but he um we have a backup like i have a a medication i can give him in the middle of the night if he wakes up in the middle of the night and it's just as Mm -hmm. needed there's things like that out there that you can do Mm -hmm. um we used to we uh, once things started to improve and if he would wake up in the middle of the night we would put him in bed with us or with me when Doug was working and i would turn on a thomas the train episode which those are 22 minutes long by the way 22 i know this <laughs> and um he would watch an episode and by then the medication would be he would he would sit there and watch it he wouldn't Kicking be running in. around the house like mm-hmm. <laughs> like a crazy crazy kid
2: like yeah pers- and he would yet? um
0: I would able I was able to get through one episode of Thomas and then I could put him back to bed and he would go to sleep. So but yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not like that now. He does now our our struggles more now is as he's a teenager is he wants to stay up later, which is natural and normal. So getting him to initially mm-hmm. fall asleep is the struggle more now and then once he is asleep, he is staying asleep through the night. Almost very, very rarely do I have to get up with him in the middle of the night now, and it's usually because he's sick or you know maybe not feeling well. Um, that would be my first indication. Um, and, but and then we're struggling getting him to wake up in the morning now to go to school because he, mm. because he's a, teenager, a teenager and he wants to sleep in and that's what they do. Ex- yeah. And it's not very easy to just drag him I on mean, out he of bed weighed, and throw yeah, him Yeah, I think we shoulder. weigh about the same amount now. So, yeah. And uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a true workout to get him out of bed. And he's so snuggly and cute and he just, he wants me to like, he grabs my arm and tries to pull me into bed with him. <laughs> Because he wants to sleep, like mom, come on, you know you want to. I'm like, yes, I do want to. Come on, let's go back to to bed. bed." Um, but it's so funny, you guys. I don't know what what cruel uh twist of irony is happening to me. I don't know if Austin's doing it on purpose. I I cannot imagine he is, but he wakes up early on Saturdays. You guys, it's like he knows. I don't know how he knows, but he knows, and it's still. It's, it's like that's the cute one um, you day we can you're, you're going to sleep in. in. Mm. Always wakes up early Rory the does
1: the same. How thing. Did
2: they know? and I'm like,
1: dude, you don't. We have to peel you out of bed for school. You except like very, like occasionally, like today, one of them, and it's funny. He wakes up, he goes school today, and he's like, get dressed, mm-hmm. and he's like, <laughs> he's in. He talks like. He kind of like, because of, you know, his articulation and the way he, his functional speech, it can sound like he's like the soup Nazi, no soup for you. He wakes up and he's like, <laughs> school today, get dressed. And then you oh, offer yuck. him something he doesn't want to eat. Ooh, yuck. No.
0: <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> <laughs> no soup for you.
1: It's more like, no sleep for you, mom. Yeah. No sleep for you.
0: Love it. Love get up. It. So yeah, that's my, mm, that's my sleep journey. Oh my gosh. It's been pretty good. Well, what about she's Ruby been pretty though? Good. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I don't. I I can't claim it's any you know great parenting on my part or anything. She's she's just been pretty good sleeper <laughs> since she, she likes she sleep. likes her sleep. Her her our issue with her isn't mm-hmm. necessarily the sleeping part. It's she just. I've talked about this before. She won't leave her room. So mm, I, don't, to fear, I don't know. Fear it's just of, it's like, just yeah, ingrained in her. In The rest of the house. So we have an issue with potty training. Because she won't leave her room Mm -hmm. to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So she's still in pull-ups. She's eight. Mm -hmm. And we cannot get her. I've Mm -hmm. gotten her to the point now where on Saturdays or other days where she um, wakes up before the rest of us do, which does occasionally happen, usually on the weekends. Is she will knock on her door on the inside? <laughs> Through your chagrin. Yeah. To oh, until to tell. until she <laughs> tell until you. you answer her that she can leave. Like she won't leave until you give her the verbal confirmation. I used to have to physically go in the room and get her. Like even if I said, Ruby, come out, she wouldn't do it. I'd have to physically open the door. Huh. She's perfectly capable of opening the door. But I had to physically go in and say, You may get up now. Um did you um did you see the movie Boss Baby? Yes. It's been a long time.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, his alarm clock was the wizard. He called Wizzy. Oh. It sounds like she needs a Wizzy. And Wizzy will tell him,
0: Wake, yeah. up. wake up! You may leave your yeah, room. Something like that. Like there, There's <laughs> things we could do and we can get there. But I mean, during during yeah. the week. Yes. Uh her bus comes so early in the morning. I wake her up weekdays. So it's just weekends with her. And and so we're it's, it's a different struggle, but yeah, she sleeps great through the night, um, for the most part, um, and is mm-hmm. gen- generally happy to do her bedtime routine. It's it's a comfort. It's it's expected. It's you know a nice soothing kind of repertoire to her day, and she can ease into going to sleep at night. And she'll sing herself to sleep a lot. Like she'll stay in her room, and sh- you can hear a frozen anthem. That goes into some Moana <laughs> and maybe a Little Mermaid, <laughs> you know, sprinkled in for fun. She yeah, gets all into I every she gets Disney that, Disney singing movie herself singing to herself. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I really don't because I'm not allowed <laughs> to sing when she's around. She tells me to be quiet. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. does the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. I try not it, to no, be offended, mom,
2: mom, Yeah, they, they can be they can be loud and they can sing. But how dare you? How dare us? I have to ask permission? To, like if how we're dare listening
0: to Disney soundtrack in the car. Uh, can we sing this time? No. Because she'll just mm-hmm. yell. Yeah. She'll yell Jack at me like the this. whole time. Mom. Mom. You're like, so stop. embarrassing, You're Mom. embarrassing me. Like, Dude. Like, I can sing all the parts. Come on. Yeah. Anyway. Come on. Come yeah. on. So that's where we are with sleep right now. Oh, We're man. doing pretty good. Um, My sleep. If I am sleep deprived, it's my fault at this point of my life because I'm mm. staying up too late doing things we know. and everyone reprimands me for we it, know. including Mid- you Midnighter. girls and I'm working on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> just- <laughs> Noted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good for people to hold me hold me accountable mm. for my sleep health. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. I know. Yes, our sleep hygiene is such a big deal, unfortunately, and yet fortunately, if you can get it.
0: I will say, I will say this, mm-hmm. and I've told you girls this before. If I could have one superpower, it would be—I would be a, vampire, be a vampire, one hundred percent. And it's not because I want to be sparkly or, you know, forever, forever young. young. Although those are really nice forever perks. Beautifully youthful. I just don't want to Everyone else yes. would have to sleep. I don't Perfect have to sleep. Collagen. And I would get all the things done and I would just be so happy. I would, mm-hmm. I would, the diet, mm-hmm. would, whatever, I'll deal with it. She'd be, she'd be mastering her list every day. My Check. productivity Check. and my worth would just be mm-hmm. in alignment. Productivity and just, would be just would be so, my worth. would be so happy. <laughs>
2: Remember, everybody, your productivity and your worth are not. So, Mother's
1: Day is (laughs) right around the corner. Doug, if you're listening, please (laughs) contract that vampire to bite. I'm I'm all for it. Become a vampire. (laughs) Make that fantasy a reality. I don't even
0: have to think about it. I'm done. Done.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Team Edward or Team Jacob. which one? Mm, how about Team Brad Pitt
0: in <laughs> Interview with the Vampire?
2: Mm,
0: guy. And done. Yes. <laughs> All right, Jean. What's your sleep story? Um, oh my God. <laughs> She's rubbing her eyes. I you guys. Is.
1: <laughs> You've, okay. So before we even knew Rory was had any divergence whatsoever, I felt like he was a challenging baby to get to sleep. It took two to three hours a night to get him to go to sleep. He didn't sleep. He had like one blip on the radar. And the reason why I still remember this time, like when he was six months old, he finally slept through the night for two weeks, but then he had gotten strep for the first time. And that sent us backwards. So then it wasn't until he was 10 months old, he started sleeping through the night, but we were still dealing with this inevitable it, bedtime was a two to three hour escapade and when it was just one child it was fine then you have your second and still not knowing that roy is autistic or adhd none of that yet not knowing any of that for sure mckenna was a horrible sleeper. she had fomo i definitely saw a difference as an infant she had fomo Oh my gosh,
0: it was terrible. Oh, McKenna, I, I love you. She
2: did not.
1: McKenna did not sleep through the night until she was two years Ugh. old. Yeah, she was I, always. She and, didn't want to miss and anything. If that's the case, that Rory was four, I was in pure misery. Even by the time Rory got diagnosed, I was completely sleep deprived. Deprived from the very beginning of motherhood of time. I'd never. <laughs> we never. I never got the. Ah, now I have a little break here. Mm -mm. Yes.
2: Mm -mm. Your rejuvenation? Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) No.
1: So it's been very up and down. What, Once Rory was diagnosed, I noticed a pattern of interrupted sleep would happen during, there was like, if there was changes in the routine or we Mm -hmm. were having a developmental burst, or a combination of the both. And I usually knew that those interrupted sleep routines, that patterns would last for a max of two weeks. And then we would kind of rebound. Um, We, when he got diagnosed, we started like with the melatonin and that was working. So getting him to sleep after diagnosis, that was, it became easier Then it was just kind of dealing with the interrupted sleep patterns we were experiencing. Well, now, now we're back at, he's, we're struggling with him to get to go to sleep. In addition to the fact that he's not sleeping in, he doesn't want to sleep in his own bed. And we're having interrupted sleep patterns on a consistent basis. It's, it's literally getting, it is actually wearing on me right now and it's adding more, like yeah, it's, just, it's adding more stress and fuel to the fire that I feel like I'm already, the season that I'm in and it's like, it really wears on you. And um, we've mm-hmm. had a couple rough like transitions to bedtime this past week, even while my father in law was here visiting and I'm like, and then I'm worried that I'm getting judged by this, not realizing mm-hmm. that. This has been an incessant thing that we're dealing with and I'm becoming, I'm becoming, you know, I'm I'm having days where I'm at my wits end and I'm like, I just need you to go to sleep right now. Like, even if you sleep for five hours before you're going to wake up and then I get your sister to sleep so that I could at least sleep for a solid, you know, maybe a couple, four hours before my sleep is interrupted. That helps me at least. It's not Mm -hmm. still ideal, but that helps me. Right. So even listening to your story, Brittany, I'm back to, and I'd already had said, I've been saying this whole entire week, I need to go talk to a neurologist. I need to talk to a neurologist. Yeah, I think you do. Um, And we have to come up with a new plan because for, and because it's killing me, man, it's, it's killing me. And I've been, I asked her originally, I'd asked them, you know, for one of those, even those, what I would call like the rescue drug, like the, in case he does have interrupted sleep in the middle of the night, I can give him this to get him to go back Mm -hmm. to sleep. So I'm not stuck waiting two to three hours for him to fall back asleep. We even had like a situation like two months ago where he woke up and never went back to sleep. And I was like, he didn't go to sleep until the following night, Yep. Yep, like the following day at night. And I'm like, and it was like, I was waiting for him to just be just like, to pass I'm <laughs> tired. I'm gonna pass out. I first for sure he's gonna take a nap. Like this wasn't happening. I'm like, what is going on? What are you? What yeah. are you? Yeah. What is Super even human. happening right now? Um, can I have it? Because yeah, I think I need right? to switch here. Like I feel like you need the sleep, and I need to be able. To, I need to have this kind of flexibility in mm-hmm. my in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does feel like this weird torment. And they're not meant here to torment us. Um, but it is a real struggle. And I remember so I struggle with migraines, um, for all for all those listeners that don't know that about me. And we've I've gotten them under really good control and management. And I do like a monthly preventative, um, which has helped tremendously. And the la- the first time I met with this new neurologist that I have, my neurologist, not my child's, because I gotta specify here, there's just everybody's got a neurologist
0: (laughs) um
1: yeah everyone in our house basically except brad has a neurologist and uh he's like she's like i feel like if we could improve your sleep hygiene that this will really remedy a lot of it and i was like
0: yeah let me know when you when you do that yeah (laughs) you can i mean if you
1: can if you could remedy what's like going on with my child, maybe, and his sleep patterns, Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I like do look at it as like, I get, sometimes I get excited and that kind of gets me through. It's like, oh, he's having a developmental burst. (laughs) Like, oh, this mm -hmm. is so exciting, That's a really
0: good point to bring up. Like that, that can be Mm -hmm. the cause for, for, you know, times where they, they aren't sleeping well. It certainly has been the case for us whatever it's always a phase sleep will ebb and flow Mm -hmm. regardless whether it's you or your child it's just how it's always going to be and it's just how you handle the the low points you know and how long they are that are really what what Mm -hmm. we're trying to me you know help you understand
1: definitely used to be a lot more superstitious Mm -hmm. okay like (laughs) about the and there was a meme about this other day it was like like down to rubrics, like numbers of things of toys or times or how you were getting dressed and how long it took. And it was like, I remember. Yeah. You didn't see
2: that meme? I'll send it to you. No, I need you to go a a little bit deeper into that. I'm so confused. Okay. So when I was really desperate
1: before we even had ADHD medication, which obviously helped because it slowed, lowered the impulses, which allowed him to Turn off his brain better when he needed Mm -hmm. to. And it was time to go to sleep. Um, Before we had that, it was like I was doing everything I could. And I was very tense and anxious. I was like, you cannot break this bedtime routine. You break this bedtime routine. And I mean, like, it Mm -hmm. is bath by this time. He gets Mm stressed like this over here, this way. Dry him off. Has to be wrapped up like this. I was into oils. I get... And I was like h- thinking that it had some witchy, witchy woo woo effect on my child. <laughs> And let me tell you it did not.
2: Disclaimer. I, I remember my mother-in-law say, not.
1: okay, you can mm-hmm. do this part because I don't even know how many times I roll the ball on this feet or what part of the body. And all five that times stuff. this but way. I had I even had like my own concoctions, you know, like my own blends, you know. Like I was definitely living that life for a season of my life, holding on to hope and desperation that this was going to be the answer and I'm not saying maybe it is someone else's answer <laughs> and it is working for them I believe them it wasn't it didn't work for me he also takes an Epsom salt bath every night and Brad and I would be like there'd be nights where like if I if you skip a bath and then Brad and he's having a bad bath time, he'd be like Brad would be like see he can't skip back he has to get in that bathtub you know and like Brad's like freaking you didn't out. do the proper amount of Epsom salt <laughs> you know, he's like, you see, he's got to get in that bathtub before. It's the only way that he can transition his body. And I'm like, okay. So like we even went through serious, like hyper anxious phases of like, you got to do it this way or he's not going to go to sleep. You guys are
0: worse like, than like, baseball crackhead. players.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. It's, that's, I do remember that because when you're living like that for, and that was like, you feel like that's the only way things could work you're, you're so attached to that working and not even realizing that, you know what, this isn't working. And I'm kind of finding Mm -hmm. myself there again, like, but I have, but I've like let go. But at the same point, when I do that, then I'm getting, your kids aren't going to bed early enough. And I want Mm -hmm. to like, and it's not just one as numerous that trust me, if I could get my kids to go to bed early Mm -hmm. and I could get all, do all the other things I need to do. I, and make it all happen swimmingly with just, you know, my sleep deprived, mentally fatigued self, then yeah, sure. Hallelujah. I mean, perfect, perfect. I'm perfect. Perfect mom. My kids are perfect. Perfect autistic (laughs) child. Perfect sleep.
0: (laughs) Harmonious, (laughs)
1: thriving, (laughs) choosing joy. Everything sparks joy. She was
0: in joy, smart boy. <laughs> All, right. All right, Well and
1: anyway. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. With you. Okay. Just
0: I'm going to go into my spiel
2: here. <clears throat> I'm going to lie the entire time, and I'm sure Tyler's going to listen to this, and he's going to be like, "That is not <laughs> how it happened." You're very strict about bedtime, but I'm going to tell you my side of the story. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> Um, so Jack was a great sleeper. He was a great sleeper when he was a baby. Um, I don't know what it was, you know, I don't know if it was the time that we spent in the NICU, um, you know, Tyler and I, um, taking, you know, turns feeding him. It wasn't always me. You know, um, I had a, a, a huge supply of, of breast milk. And so we were able to, you know, do that back and forth. I feel like I him three being hours. a first
1: responder, he was probably, or that was made him a really good dad about even doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. He was, he was, he, oh, yeah. His body was already wired yeah. To, yeah, that's to, a good
2: point. for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that husband you've given me. <laughs> um, but even, even after that, even Jack, you know, going into um, like one and two years old, he was always a good sleeper i feel like it i don't i don't recall having a hard time getting him to bed but but much like Jean said we are a very regimented family um not even just because we have an autistic child but because tyler and i are both adhd and we like things done and ocd and we like so we just we like things done a certain way we have a, a process and a program and we follow it um so yeah, it, it wasn't until a little bit of the, those later, you know, getting close to the three and the four right around the time that Jack was getting diagnosed. And I don't think that that has anything to do with anything. It was just that's when we were noticing the sleep patterns getting a little bit more... um Rough, like where Jack would wake up, he would go to bed fine, but then he would wake up in the middle of the night and come and get in bed with us. And it wouldn't just be that easy transition of like, oh, he would just fall back asleep. He would kind of, you know, toss and turn for a while, touching our face and whatever, until we could find, you know, the whatever, you know, until the <laughs> sound machine would lull him back to sleep, you know. Um so <laughs> I'm only laughing because that's it too. It's like they're awake and I'm like.
1: They're touching me with their feet and their hands.
2: Yeah. Or you're, they're rubbing your face and they're talking to you. They're getting close to your, and it's just like everything you can do to stay asleep and awake because you're like, God forbid I fall asleep and they get yeah. up and yeah, sure. have a party. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, we, we didn't really notice the sleep disturbances until Jack was closer into that, you know, the little bit older toddler years. Um, And then once Jack got into school, school, when he was in elementary, it was when we really started, you know, noticing it. And I don't know if it was, like, the ramped up, you know, being at school all day long. You know, that's when we really started noticing um, not that he wasn't ADHD before. He's always, you know, had that diagnosis and and whatever, but it, it it didn't seem as, you know yeah ramped up in the sleep portion of it um but it it was it was like again he would go to bed you know pretty easily some days um and then it was always waking up in the middle of the night almost like clockwork, you know, whatever it was two, three four o'clock in the morning and coming and getting in bed with us and Jack still wakes up and gets in bed with Tyler and I um at some point in the middle of the night because um, he do it every night but at this point, okay. Every single night. Every single night. And we give Jack melatonin every single night because um because now of being on um the medication, the minute that <laughs> that medication goes off board, Jack is yeah. like just yeah. wired for sound. Again, he can his brain cannot shut down. And I'm like, I get it. Right. Trust me, I get it. We all get it. Sloan, Tyler, each one of us, you know, except for the mm-hmm. fact that Tyler so sleep deprived. Period that he can usually fall asleep. Um, so basically, what we're saying yeah, is so-
1: we need to find a way to sleep deprive our children. <laughs> I think that's also part of the resolutions here. <laughs> that's, that's like a
2: form of torture. <laughs>
1: Just kidding. Don't recommend. Little- don't recommend. We're we not doing? medical experts. <laughs> so don't recommend.
2: Um. Yeah, so we, so we don't, we don't, melatonin is a thing in our house and it's perfect. Our pediatrician says it's perfectly fine. Um, you know, there's, there is there are some nights where we can give him, you know, like half the dose and then just give him some other gummies that don't
0: have, um, <laughs> what kind of gummies? Don't have, no, um, just kidding. <laughs> That's not what you meant. I know. Yes. That's what we I, know. We know. Gummies I'm for children,
2: <laughs> um, that, that just have like yeah. natural, like chamom- chamomile and, and, you know, kind of more of the natural, like, yeah. uh, calming mechanisms. Um, Anyways, but, but Jack has it every single night. And, and again, every single night he gets into bed with us, we do notice the spurts and it, and it maybe is like much like Jean and you are talking about Britt, where, yeah. whether it's a growing spurt or just a, um, you know, he, it's, it's harder, you know, it's harder for yeah. him to, even with melatonin, you know, um, he'll get up 15 times and come down into the living room and, and, um, interrupt Tyler and I's two hours of TV time. um you know, because he, I can't go to sleep. I can't, you know, I can't, I'm scared, you know, yeah. and he's not scared. He just, he can't shut his brain down and he's, you know, um, he's reaching so, for straws. He's reaching for straws. Yes. But that, like I said, that, you know, much like you were saying, Jean, it, it's it spurts for the most part, melatonin on board. Jack is, Passed out, and and you know when he does get in bed with us, he doesn't yeah. stay awake. He he falls right back asleep. So, but <laughs> Jack, there is no sleeping in. Doesn't in matter Jack's what room. day of the week you it guys, is, huh? ever. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It doesn't matter if he went to to bed at midnight. Jack is up at yeah. no later than six o'clock. Period. Like most mornings, five five thirty. Um, he'll lay there mostly quietly. But no, Jack doesn't. There is,
0: there is. So no it used to be like that role. for Austin too. At this age, yeah, I just want so you to know thing there is I hope. Didn't mention
1: that we have to do, <laughs> we have to stay in the Some room. Some bit of with hope. Rory until oh, yeah. he falls asleep, there's no. I, I can't no. lock him in, and that's another yeah. toll that it takes on us. Lock him. In. There's that. Well, you know, like good night. No, no, Go I sleep, know. Sleep, stay in yeah. bed. I wish I was like I kind of like. That's the catch of like Ruby doesn't want to leave her room. I feel like I am like, what can I do to make my child? I don't, I don't know what
0: I, I can take no claim on. <laughs> what is no. the secret it's sauce? Pure luck, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Secret
1: sauce there? <laughs> um, because that, you know, we're, Rory's going to be nine in August. And it's like we've been living our life like this. There's been no break. That's not good. For uh, that's taking. I mean, it does. That's where it's like, where and as soon as my kids are asleep, then I'm like, I'm going to bed, or I have, or I make an indulgent choice, and I'm like, I want some mental time to myself, and I will finish yeah. something. But then I really get bit in the butt because then a child wakes up in the middle of the night, and it's like, oh my god, I'm literally going to hate myself tomorrow. Um, and I have to, I basically have self sabotage or tortured myself. In order to also give myself some other, it's like I don't. There's what is the answer? The answer is what is the right drug? Where's the balance? What's what of the right, the right <laughs> drugs? And someone please, somebody give me a cocktail. Somebody please, <laughs> please. I'm like, and so I, I know when I sound like I'm like this. I, I have to schedule that neuro appointment, and mm-hmm. and so and there's times where I'm with her. I feel like when we go and do our checkups. And they'll go, how is his sleep? And it'll be during a period that his sleep is doing really well. So I have nothing to report or I should say his Mm -hmm. sleep is doing really well. It's being well enough that it's like manageable. It's consistent enough that, Mm -hmm. you know, we can work around it. But right now it's just like, Mm -hmm. like this again. And I'm like, "Mm." yeah. No.
2: Well, and, and, you know, because, because we've never dealt with that, like what you girls have dealt with, with that, just being up and being up for hours. And, um, that definitely is something. And obviously, again, we are not medical professionals. We are only sharing our personal experiences, but like Jack doesn't have a neurologist, you know, we've never had to go down that avenue. So, I mean, is that your guys's, would that be your advice for any of these people out there who are like, oh my gosh, I'm in this situation and I'm wondering what in the heck is going on? How do I?
1: Yeah. That you're a neurologist. There's also like people who uh, specialize in sleep, but, Mm -hmm. but they're not, but they're not necessarily niched down for sleep with autistic kids, you know? So it's like, there are other specialized people, but genuinely, mm-hmm. gen- generally, a neurologist is your first safe bet outside of your pediatrician, you know, or, cause if you, if you're lucky, you have, if you have a developmental psychologist or developmental ped, they can help and make some of those recommendations if you don't mm-hmm. have that, that neuro. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's, you know, and, and even them, I feel like they are just throwing stuff at a wall to feel what's, see what yeah, sticks. Definitely. Sometimes Sometimes sticks. that's how it, you mm-hmm. have to start. You, you know, it, there's, it's not even. Yeah, well, it's true. yeah, with any medication. A sure you know, thing. Like and, and that's the thing. Like the other yeah. thing is the season of is this medication even going to work? And are, mm-hmm. you know, is it, oh, it's not working. These side effects are horrible, right? So then you have to go through that before you can even get to that. That's another layer. It just <laughs> God, why doesn't anyone, the rest of the world realize (laughs) that we need just, we need, I feel like if I was given more grace as a parent, I would feel less pressure to feel perfect or feel like I'm falling short in some way when it comes down to like turnout times for other things. Right. So it's like Mm -hmm. from a surface level, you know, from basic demands of life. Like, let's say whether it is your child's appointment or getting to school on time or, um, you know, some special day at school or special function and all the other moms are, they've, you know, they may have been stressed out because they were up late making this, that, or the other, with the other thing. But like, yeah, I was doing that. And then there's also all of this that I'm dealing with to try to manage to even show up to do this part. And I'm like, literally nobody can see this it feels invisible
0: so and ding ding th- this is this is therapy I time feel, Jean, now it's not just therapy time with brittany this is jeans time mm-hmm, so yeah. yeah keep going yeah therap therapize
1: me now please um <laughs> i just don't know that's that's the sh- that's the struggle bus that i get on when i when i sometimes i see myself you know when we when i pull up to school when i drop my kids off and I feel like I look so much more stressed out and other kids are like, other parents are just like gently walking with their kids and talking with them. And even if their kid is upset, like the parent is still like regulated and fine and they look like maybe they're off to their job or the gym and they've, they've had casual small talk with the people around. And meanwhile, I'm like, did I pack everything? Do everything in your lunchbox? Um, I, I don't know because my brain is kind of hurting because we also, we're dealing with other variables at home that no one else can see. And, but, but what is expected of us is different from what everyone else can see. Um, so that's my own little inner battle.
2: That, that's, that though is a little bit of the comparison trap. Uh That is, yeah, I know. Because we don't know, we don't know. You know, they that things can sometimes look bright and shiny and perfectly, you know, packaged, but that may not necessarily be the case. You know, they just or, have a better way of, so of giving you the illusion that you're not that seeing everything. Circles is. under their but, eyes
0: too, or whatever. Yeah. That you're
2: just
1: <laughs> totally. Well, I can yes, tell you yeah. the thing um, that made me the happiest. I think is like during um, <laughs> Christmas time and seeing uh-huh. uh, a mom behind me literally had like her own like gift wrap shop in the backseat of the car. And she was literally wrapping teacher's presents, like as the kids were getting out of the car, like bags, tissue paper. <laughs> she was just like, she took, she took bought, bought poinsettias and stuffed them in a bag and was like, here you go. These kids are carrying a big old, they're like kindergartners carrying plants in they can barely handle. <laughs> and she's just like, she it was just like this magical thing to, like <laughs> come into the back alley here. And I'm like, can I? Why didn't you let me in? <laughs> this all mom this? sounds like she could can be I my buy, friend. Can yes. I buy some of that? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, she's
0: doing it right.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, and that's that. I think that's the biggest thing, though, to even to share in this is that um, all of our children are autistic, but they all have different, you know, yeah, even the in their point. sleep needs, they're all very, 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 um, you know, different. I mean, Jack and Rory are both, you know, ADHD, and they are vastly different in how they are able to fall asleep or stay asleep or still the the medications that they're on
1: turning off their brain is the issue to getting them to sleep. Right. So,
2: yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nothing that a good little cocktail can't fix. So, um, my cocktails are not working (sighs) check, check in with your pediatrician first because that's what you need to, you know, the, the avenue you need to start with. Um, you know, and, 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 and again, it's always like that, um, even just switching up you know medication when we when we switched Jack's ADHD medication um from you know, short acting to long acting, that yeah. really changed the dynamic as well as far as like um if we miss that window of of you know, giving him his medication in the morning, yeah. there is no there's point of no return, right? like I can't oh, it's ten o'clock in the morning. nope, we're too late. We cannot give him his long acting medication now because you know, when it finally goes off board, it, it's there, you know, whether there is melatonin, yeah, it, it is, it is not going to matter. I would say that's also, you have
1: a unique situation to, well, I'm going to say unique. Uh, it's not even, I wouldn't say it's unique, but it's, I hear sometimes, and it's very frustrating when I, and I've had this experience even with my neuro, right? Like with our neurologist and she'll say, well, this is out of my wheelhouse. I need you to now go see someone else. A lot of people will go to their pediatricians, their child has, you know, a, mo- a common diagnosis where the pediatrician could have resolved or remedied something for the family. And they're like, no, you need to go see a neuro and they're putting that extra step in place. There's two reasons, well, two things that can be a play there. Um, is that one, they're scared, they've either had malpractice issues, so they don't want to Mm. absorb the responsibility if they make the wrong recommendation. Or two, they really don't even have the know-how and they just don't feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I've heard it from so many parents and they're so frustrated. They're like, why can't they just, you know, this is a short answer. Like, why can't they just do this for me? Right. And these extra steps Can also hinder that. So if that is something you're experiencing, like I see you, I feel you. Um, Yeah. If you have that pediatrician like Tosh has, which I do have an amazing pediatrician too, like we have mm -hmm. you, I. I like have them in a glass case. Like I love them. Don't touch yeah, them. And I do. Yes.
2: <laughs> Nobody else gets Calvin Chen. He's all mine. Um and and, and sometimes yeah. too, it's just a matter of like your insurance, right? Like mm-hmm. some people can just some people can just go and see a neurologist. They don't need that referral from their pediatrician right. or or, you know, whatever. But I always just kind of refer back to start with the pediatrician, you know, and and, and if you have a good working relationship with them, especially if your child is autistic, it it should be pretty it should be pretty secure at this point, you know, um, in, in constantly having that that open line of communication with them. Um, and if they're a good doctor, they're going to, you know, they're going to refer you out or they're going to check in with other professionals that they may not know, you know, like with Jack's situation with his medication, you know, um, our pediatrician is not a specialist in, in that field. And so he refers to, you know, a child psychologist up yeah. at Seattle Children's Hospital, um, when figuring out what's best for Jack, you know. So um really having that that open line of communication and that and that close relationship with your with your child's doctor is so important. And if you don't feel like you have that, then
0: maybe look into that too yeah. is something
2: to maybe, you know, Look into maybe changing or, you know, getting a recommendation from somebody in your area who, you know, if if you're part of some kind of like group and, and, you know, they have, they have a doctor or or a psychologist that they love, whatever it might be. Right. so, and my apologies yeah. if you came here and you thought. Well, that we I had did kind of want to touch
0: on that. For yeah, like what let's, you could let's actually kind of do. wrap it up and and end there. Like, <laughs> no. let's talk about answers. Um, mm-hmm. We yes. don't have all the answers. Clearly, we are mm-hmm. still working on this ourselves. We've we've touched on medication. We think that is a viable option. It is not for everyone, and it is different for each person. And that's why you need to consult a professional before you start. Um, But there are other things you can do. And yes. some of those things do can be routine based. Our children thrive on routine for the most part. And so um, ask Love. around, ask mm-hmm. other moms, talk to other kids, you know, parents who have kids in similar ages, find a routine that, that it may be not solve all your problems, but it gets you in a in a healthier place or a, a better place to start, yeah. at least. It, like, it like think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, we we get a, mm-hmm. we have a routine for Austin and Ruby, and it has changed and morphed over the years. It's not the same exact thing we've done since Austin's been two. You know, it it changes, but but um, mm-hmm. establishing that a kind of pattern can help. Now, now you can run into a rigidity, which can make it more difficult. Um, so you have to find that balance, right? Uh, and it will. Like I said, it will change over time, but, um, and you can do, you know, there's stories, uh, what's the word, of? thank you. Social stories. I was like sleep stories. stories. No, social stories, a social sleep story. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's, you know, icons or a a schedule that you can, a visual schedule. There, there's, there's lots of different tools that you can use Mm -hmm. that could possibly aid. It's not maybe going to solve everything. Like I said, um. You know, examples right. of other siblings or other kids in their lives c- can be a powerful, you know, tool to use. Peer peer interaction and peer modeling. Um, but yeah, there's there's lots of things you can use. Different therapies like ABA can maybe help you come up with some kind of plan. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I was gonna. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, on that note, to to pursue things because you talked about rigidity. Um, that is very common with our kiddos. My child has never been rigid as far as timing, maybe environmental things that he needs exactly mm-hmm. at bedtime. Um, like he has a very specific lighting that he likes and he will tell you like, and he keeps saying it until you do the turn the light off or turn the appropriate light on. Um, is that the one of some of the targets in ABA could be and it could also be other therapeutic approaches. It could even be in your child's IEP is that those kids have to get targets for maybe making slight deviations yeah. to things like where they start to tolerate and understand that it still is manageable if you're not doing it exactly this way. Um, so sometimes you have to do it in those different arenas or multiple arenas, then to kind of break those. I did see in the beginning of the pandemic, there was this influx of rigidity that Rory had that he never had before. And I thought, oh my gosh, we we all did. Even the BCBA, the pediatrician, the neurologist, I thought, man, are we coming up? Are we going to actually have a formal OCD diagnosis? But that had all, we worked through that. And I don't see OCD being a prevalent thing. I see back to more of his previous demeanor and composure. So yeah, like working through, you know, work, talking to therapy teams or your educational teams that actually could help yeah. in that area. Your educational teams can work on, if you say you have home goals, they're supposed to be sending home a parent survey to you and say, what are your, what issues do you have at home? And that's supposed to be a part
0: of yeah. being worked yeah, to your child. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just just know that it's not, there's not just one answer i guess is is what i'm trying to say in the end and what we're all trying to say is mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. there's many different ways to approach yeah. any problem or any um struggle you're having with your child and sleep you know is what we're talking about today so just just diversify your portfolio and try try lots of different things and definitely mm-hmm. talk to others around you <laughs> and see what works for them or what doesn't work for them. And you're going to mm-hmm. find it too. And just know just like everything else in our children's lives, in our own lives, especially when they're small, there's phases and there's, yeah. And it will, it will change. I'm not going to say it's all magically going to go away, but it will change. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. okay mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you oh, will sleep again when you die. When you die, <laughs> and there when we go. you're dead. So let's end on something happy. <laughs> give me, give me a peek, girls. What do you got? What do you got this week? Uh, anything? Pick of the week. Peak of the week. What is my pick of the for today? week? Perfect.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I, know, I guess I so. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm tired now. The Pacific Northwest yesterday had a. I am not laughing at all, hot area people. (laughs) I, you're all. Somebody's going to have something to say. Um, it was 71 degrees and beautiful yesterday. Gave you life, like perfection, like per. Mm. it it fed me life for the the next ten days that are going to be nothing but rain. So yes, Uh, it's going to (gasps) be hundred degrees here. So, wow,
0: we haven't hit 100 yet. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> that sounds miserable <laughs> and and sweaty in all the wrong places. So, no, thank Correct.
0: you. Oh, man. All accurate. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So, my peak
1: of the week was I've noticed a positive uh, change in Rory's like taking his own initiative and parts of his um, bedtime routine, which he needed um, actual prompting for every, every time he's now taking some liberty himself to just do it. And it's kind of shocked us where he's run his own bath water. Now he's like basically done this twice. Now he did it last night. Um, you know, and again, doing the things he needs to do before he goes into the bath, like going to the bathroom, like I didn't have to prompt him. We usually have to do that. Like, one am It's about time. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, go potty first. Go potty first. Not he'll protest. No, no, I'm not going. I'm like, right, go potty before you get in the tub, please. Um, so that is, yeah, that is a peak, and so that's giving me yeah. some, of uh, you know, a peering into the future of that we are kind of mm-hmm. maybe turning a corner with that potentially. So
2: yeah, nice. something to
1: hold How's on to. That mm-hmm. going?
0: Well. Mm-hmm. This is a peak. I promise it is, but it is is mixed. No, (laughs) I mean it's not (laughs) going to start with. It's not going to start out with (laughs) that you were taking nineteen. No, that's that that is a peak. This is a peak. Also, it really, truly is. But it (laughs) it is a mixed. There, there are other emotions in there. I ordered Scott's graduation announcements today. So his high school graduation announcements. Mm. They look fabulous. Um, he looks great. It's an exciting time and achievement for him. Um, but it's, it also just, you know, it, it not necessarily hurts, but it's just, it's just one of those mommy yeah. pangs in your heart, you know? Yeah.
2: so That's
0: solidifying Transition that it's is a big, there's a big yeah. life change coming
2: for, for all of you. Transition is coming so. and that's hard.
0: But, you know, hard. I like you know, things my like way things- and that's it. I'm
1: gonna Betty get by the set book. you up on an ABA target for <laughs> how how to deal with
0: yes your child growing up and leaving the nest and and moving on and he's gonna do amazing we're so mm-hmm. proud of him
2: oh my gosh yeah because just like a year from now when he's flourishing and just really enjoying you know and yeah. he comes home and he's excited and um and just the level of of you know yep just proud mommy. Um,
1: my daughter last night, speaking of transitions. So this is actually kind of like a, this is a, a child recognizing something very parent about humanity or just behavior in general. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got the kitten, but we already had the two adult cats and we had just gotten them a couple months ago, but transitioning them was a much more involved process. And so she's like, this is the first time she's ever had like a puppy, kitten, or anything like that, like a like baby stage. And the kitten is completely like, you know, assimilating pretty quickly, and and like very happy and lovable, and and not, you know, um, anxious, yeah, like trepidatious of us or anything like that. Like just, uh, she's like. Why is the why is the kitten having an easier time than the dog cats did? And it opened up a conversation for when you're older Get stuck in our way. Change is harder. For <laughs> and other or just happened. because you're a cat.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, wait for that kitten. Give it some time, Jean. I'm sorry. I love you, but, but oh girl What are you talking about? Cat
0: people. <laughs> I'm a cat and a Animal, dog animals are just You're everything person. <laughs>
2: <gasps> oh, if no. anybody has an animal they need to give up, call Jean. She will gladly take it for you. Yeah, but I am like I am like Ace Ventura part two where it's like, but I don't really want your bat. So please don't make me. Why wouldn't I say, se- why didn't I send you Bo? That would have made my heart like, you know. I would have done it. Rory would have loved Bo. I'm glad that oh didn't gosh. offer it to me because she I
1: would have even yes. more animals to take care of. But I do at least yeah. know I would have said yes. I would have ended like, we up in like Brad. We are driving off to Camus to get the lizard. He's the like, K-Mis. we're doing, we're doing what? And I was like, yeah, Camus. K- <laughs> we're getting, we're getting a lizard. We're getting a what? <laughs> like, Brad wouldn't even show you. Oh, gosh. Him, like, I don't think so. And then you would be like, look at all of the crazy things that Tosh did for this animal and bring like a laundry list. And Brad's like, yeah, we're not doing
0: that. You guys are so kind and sweet <laughs> to your animal friends. And I appreciate it. Oh, uh, you are. You're very high and sweet so to I'm your So I'm good. Children. I'm good. All, four I'm good. <laughs> all right. Well. We love you all so very much. Please follow us. All right, everybody. On Instagram you. is at Moms Talk Autism, <laughs> and our email is at hello at Moms Talk Autism. And we love and appreciate all of you. We hope you all get a nap today, yeah. this week. Yes.
2: And 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 reach out about if you sleep? have any yes. specific
0: questions. Or just questions. about anything. But, but sleep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 We well, probably yeah. won't have a great mm-hmm. answer for yes. you, but we will at least be able okay. to empathize. Yes. All right. We'll try our hardest. Sweet dreams everybody. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye.